Sports are out of control as every single major sporting league has something going on. We're going to talk that. NFL Lead Pipe Locks of the Week and Cobra Kai. This is the We Don't Know Sports Podcast. Stay tuned. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to the We Don't Know Sports Podcast. This is Chad the Mark with Mr. Brown, Canadian Biggie. And we are back once again. This time we are guestless. We have no guests tonight, so you get the joy of listening to the three of us just opine and talk about things that we just want to talk about. But you know what's an exciting time in sports right now because we don't normally get this. So we have the NFL kicked off. We have the NBA playoffs are still going on. We have Major League Baseball winding down, getting ready to start. Like, there's a lot happening right now. This is pretty exciting, even without fans in the stands, right? Yeah, and college football starting back, and maybe even the Big Ten. <laughs> that that is true. Uh, the Big Ten is uh, no, they're too late anyway. I hate the Big Ten. Yeah, there's also some NHL going on, which I don't follow enough bad. to be able to say what's what. But we are really lucky right now. We got the four major pro sports. And college football. I lost all faith on hockey whenever Scotty Bowman fell out of the coach's bracket because he was a two seed and hockey clearly didn't show up. Yeah, I was going to say, too, like, if, if why should we give a shit about hockey? Because our fans they clearly don't. give don't. a shit about us. They had all these great hockey coaches, not one advanced. And so I don't I don't even feel like I need to keep up anymore. No. I mean. Or start, I should say. Peggy, you can keep us posted with your Canadian roots on how hockey's doing. Will do. Hey. Playoff beards, they're a thing, they're real, they're <laughs> great. Is. You owe me five bucks. Hey, yeah. you tell me this. What other professional trophy can you do beer bongs out of? Or baptisms. Yeah, there you go. I mean, I, I'm just saying that the trophy itself doesn't you know, change the fact that I'm watching playoff hockey. Okay, I wish you, it did. You're okay there, but I will tell you, the Stanley Cup is the greatest trophy in professional sports. I'm not a hockey fan, and I agree with that. Is hey, that fair? When we get big... DraftKings is going to have a separate bet. It's going to over-under how many times a month Biggie says um, playoff beards. Playoff beards. Yeah, that's I, going to be a bet you can make. I mean, that that's – What would be the over-under? Like four? Per show or per week? No, per month. Per month? Oh, it's four, four is low. It had you think to be, it's low? It had to be six. Six playoff beards? See, that's <laughs> two. Beards. That's three. <laughs> There's two. See? Uh, see, it won't work because he's aware of the odds. Uh, I'm not allowed to bet, but I'm winning money off of this. <laughs> All right, Pete Rose. Let's let's talk about let's talk about some sports we did watch. We did get the return of the NFL. And I can say that I worked all weekend. I was watching it on my phone when I could. I did a lot of highlights. So you guys are gonna have to fill me in. Like what stood out to you from the first week in the NFL? I gotta talk strictly. So you said about about Pete Rose. I'm gonna bring in the betting perspective for a second. Okay. Initially, DraftKings. Yes, I had five hundred and fifty dollars. I won on a twenty five dollar bet, five team parlay against the spread. Nice. And the freaking Jaguars ruined my world. Uh, because like, who in their right mind would pick the Colts to beat the Jaguars? Yeah, five fifty. Everybody. Exactly. <laughs> That's Screw Philip Rivers. Ah. So, what do you think, Biggs? <laughs> well, there's a few things I saw the first week that blew me away. The most 
Uh, obvious one is the fact that I don't think everybody in the right mind was on the Colts. They lost the Jags. I mean, you can't beat the power of porn. That's it's because the Jags the had fans. He's yeah. got that 70s Joe Namath swig shirt open. The power of porn's the Niners. Yeah, so you're going to yeah, get to that Jimmy next. G, I'm man. just saying, maybe we move no, towards no, a little no. more lead. You have to retract that statement right now. When, All right, when Minshew, which he could with that mustache, uh, gets can, a porn star up in there, like you, you can call him Uncle Rapolo, yeah, but yeah, he's not. You, you, yeah. you misappropriated the nicknames. Well, All right, so after the Colts and Jags, what you got? Well, I was uh, pleasantly appeased with what Cam and the Patriots did on Sunday, and it's really weird to see a quarterback with legs playing under center for my beloved New England Patriots, which <laughs> they won. He I ran a lot too. Yeah, two rushing touchdowns. That brings me to one of the bigger like stories of the offseason. Tom Brady's still playing, but going to the Patriots. And, you know, we had all those uh what are you getting with Brady and Gronk in Tampa Bay? And it was the picture of the old guys, and that's what you got on Sunday. I don't think that's how the season plays out for Brady, but on Sunday, they both looked old. They're old. I know Chad's definitely not on the bandwagon for the Bucks. He's I made did that not clear. Have them in the playoffs. He's made it very clear. I still think they'll make the playoffs. I know Biggie does, obviously, because Brady is his equivalent to Jordan on the Wizards. So that's fine. Ah! So it's hard to open up with Brady with a brand new coach, brand new supporting cast. They got all new weapons in every skill position, and uh, it's a new system. So the teams, people don't think about this. We didn't have a preseason. The teams that have a whole new cast. Different coach. They're way behind teams like the Saints because, guess what? They've had this same nucleus since last year, same system. So they're weeks ahead of teams like the Bucks. So the Saints are a are Super Bowl contender, in my opinion, in an NFC. And they're going to win a division, 11-5 and five at least. The Bucks are going to be a wild card. But Biggie said the Saints wouldn't win at home. They never win at home to start the year. Typically, they don't. There was no fans. I was all over the Bucks on that one. The Saints typically start <laughs> slow. They didn't have the home field advantage. I was all over the Bucks on Sunday, and uh, they left my face look, feeling sticky. Brady did not look good. He he didn't look in sync, but it's it's it's. they haven't had the reps. He had three touchdowns, though, didn't he? Uh, total one rushing, two passing, but B.A. called him or out. Or was it four? Didn't he throw one to the other team? Uh, yeah, that was a pick six. That was yeah. a pick six. So, see, that's efficient. B.A. has shit all over him so far this week. One for a touchdown. And that's yeah. good. And like I said before, as they get going a little bit further, a little bit more reps, uh, feel them to work off of, just like Mr. Brown said, I expect Brady to play a lot better and look a lot better. You want to know what my other biggest uh, game was? I Eagles? Do. Oh. He stole it. He you want to talk about it? No, nah. wanna, no, you talk you, you about You want to talk about your man made of glass. I, I just I just <laughs> wanted to interject because... Talk about Mr. Glass. Mr. Chad the Mark's been crapping all over my Tom Brady and Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay And pick. I picked the Eagles to win the division. Yeah, I so explain to me how you feel right now. Well, I feel like they were dominant, and then they just decided to take their foot off the gas. Well, let's I think be real. Play, we, we picked the Cowboys, and we saw what happened with them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, like, you play that game nine out of ten times, I think the Eagles win. The Eagles were clearly the better team for three quarters and then they decided to quit playing. So clearly, the team formerly known as the Redskins are going to win the division. Yes, they are in first place, your first place Washington football team. We're going by that like transitive property sort of thing. Right. So they can't rename the team during the season now because they won a game, correct? They're just going to be the Washington first placers for right now. That's going to work. He said he might keep it the same. He might not even change it. Hey, if it works. Hey, if you win, if you won a Super Bowl this year, would you change the name? Yeah, let's be real now. I'm just saying, I wouldn't. No. I'd ride with it. This isn't Ohio State. No. 
<laughs> the well, I think Washington since uh, Dan Snyder's going to get forced out of the NFL, it'll be next year before they can become the Washington Snyders. All right, so we have uh, uh, our stone-cold lead pipe locks coming up later in the show. We know that is must-see podcast listening. I, I know that doesn't make sense, but just follow along with my logic here. So we know that we have a couple teams playing tonight, too, that we're going to get to for those picks. We have the Browns and the Bengals. Now, last week, the Browns got smacked by the Ravens. Joe Burrow had his debut. My Bengals got kind of got screwed, I think, a little bit, and then they missed the field, whatever. It, but he did okay for his first game, right? I mean, I think he, I didn't really get to watch it because I was already pissed off about the day, how it went, and losing that money. So I kind of turned <laughs> no it money off. On I, that I shut it down after that. About afternoon, I shut it down. That's from a uh, lifelong Raiders fan who's in his late 30s. He can't even enjoy an early game victory. No, I – I couldn't because, yeah, we beat the Panthers. Who freaking cares? I mean, we had our, our defense. Run CMC, you shut him down. Our defense forced zero turnovers on that crew. We're going to be in a rude awakening against the Saints this week. So what was the deal? Chucky's all pissed off at uh, Carr because he used an audible with his wife's name in it. Oh, uh, yeah, I saw that. What was that about? <laughs> I just saw the headline, and that was it. I didn't read the headline. but He, he said he didn't know. He legit it. didn't know why he was using his uh, wife's name. So it's name probably a fake audible. Okay. Is it something to throw? Is it Cindy off? Gruden? See, I guess Cindy yeah. Gruden. Yeah, it's a, never mind. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> hey, Carr. As a Raiders fan, the only thing I was impressed with that game was one, Jacobs was a stud. Two, Fantasy Carr. Car had zero turnovers, and he was making audibles at the line. He was calling the right plays, he, and even I gave him style points for even trying to emulate like a Peyton Manning with his audibles, and I mean, he looked good. The defense looked like dogs. I think it's just because there's no fans. It sounds like he's yeah, Peyton Manning. Don't get, don't get lured You're into a right. false sense You're of security. Right. You're probably right. Did anything change as far as who you think will be the elite teams? Not really. Now, this next two weeks could really tell us as they get into playing more like Mr. Brown was saying. Haven't had training camp. Haven't had preseason games. You haven't done inter-squad practices. But the Chiefs should be – Dominant, they were. Ravens should be dominant, they were. You look to the NFC, what's a couple teams you expected to be good? Seattle, nice victory on I the like road. Seattle. Yeah. And, uh, well, the rest of the conference is kind of crap. I but, think NFC is wide open. Yeah. The NFC but is the wide Chiefs, open. If the Chiefs don't win it this year, I'd be shocked. Yeah. That's my opinion. Yeah, I would too. When I look at the NFC, I think of that, and it's the first week of the season, Arizona looked really good on the road at San Francisco. I know it's week one, but that Niners defense is no slouch, and I really do think Kyler Murray, 2020 MVP. All right, before we quit talking football, did you watch any college football at all over the weekend? It didn't seem like there was that many games on, but there was some. Like I know we're on limited conferences. I watched uh, WU. And that was the only game I watched this last weekend. Yeah, pretty much. That's I watched that on DVR on like Tuesday. Finally, got caught up. Now we we briefly hit on it earlier. Uh, um, I was going to say Ohio State, the Big Ten, which I guess is pretty much Ohio State right now. Oh yeah, they decided that they're going to play football now after being made a mockery of for the uh, past few weeks. So, is this actually a good move for them? Is it too little, too late? Is, uh, like, are they even going to be eligible for the playoff? Are they going to get ten games in? 
there's this show I like, and uh, one of the things in it, don't be a bitch, don't be a pussy. The Big Ten, they were <laughs> pussies. They said, we're going to cancel first because other people will follow us, and we will be the leader. And then they realized the only conference not playing is out west, the Pac-12. They're not How playing. can we have a season? They're never playing. Yeah, they're not. Ever again. Like to t- At least 2023. Yeah. Yes. they've shut- You heard that Utah like laid off their entire athletic department, right? Like Even the head coach for the football team. Like That's ridiculous. Where he's like, you're furloughed. <laughs> so you got the Big Ten, and the last I saw that they were playing, they weren't sure that every team was in. Maybe Michigan, Michigan State weren't in. I didn't see that. They'll be able to get into the playoffs simply because Ohio State's playing football. <laughs> well, might as well just uh, go ahead and write that down. We'll put them as a three seed. As after Ohio State wins their first game, are they going to be number one automatically? I mean, they, they still are in the top 25. Aren't they? aren't they like number two overall without playing a game? I don't know. We'll see I, you next year. <laughs> All right, we are in the Eastern Conference Finals and soon to be the Western Conference Finals of the NBA. And there's really only a couple of things I want to talk about. So we're watching the game now with the Heat and the Celtics. And it's a close game so far, but have the Heat not been the most impressive team in the entire playoff bubble here? Got them white boys shooting out deep ball. <laughs> that's That's why you like them, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, they're they they are different. They match up incredibly well against a lot of teams because they got some defense with Bam down low and Jimmy Butler can pretty much do everything on both ends of the floor. And then like you said, you got outside shooters, man. You got guys that can knock it down. We're watching tonight and we see Duncan Robinson knock down a three that looks like he barely even held it in his hands. I mean, they're they're lethal. We touched on it earlier. Jimmy Butler's the dog, man. A dog. He plays on both ends of the floor. He plays all He's game if you back. let him. He does throwback. it all. Now, the problem that hurt him in the past was in the Bulls and the Timberwolves. He was expected to be the guy, which he is the guy, but he's not a he consistent outside help. shooter. Right. You don't have to even have, a, you know, like a LeBron or like you don't have to pair up with a superstar. Give me a guy where I can drive the basket right. and kick to. So. What they've done, I don't know if they did it on purpose. It's molded that way now, but he's surrounded by shooters. So he does his thing, kicks it out. It's money for three, and he's surrounded by two or three guys that's doing it consistently. So he can still be the guy, and they're complimenting him where he cannot do what he, you know, absolutely. They're they're I guess complimenting his skill set. In addition to that, they play pretty good defense. Oh yeah, yeah. But I think he's grinded that into him. Absolutely. Well, there's three things with the Heat. One of them being. After the big three left, you kept Spolster, who was a really good coach, and he's helped kind of went through a downtime, come back hey, to where I'm they are now. I'm just going to say I underestimated Eric Spolster as it, a coach. You gave him, like, not as much credit because of who he had on his Correct. team, right? Yeah. Initially, yeah. 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 I, I, I love Spolster. Great he, coach. You've seen this rebuild. You're really impressed with him. You give him the credit that he probably should have had all along. I like Pat Riley sticking with him through all this. Right. Stuff. Like, that was his guy. Even, even during the big three era when, like, they weren't real happy with him, Riley was like, no, that's my guy. We're done here. Yep. Yeah, I can remember that when they first started. and it, LeBron was playing too many minutes, and there was going to be a conversation about it. And he's your coach. You do what he says. And right. that's Riley carrying his balls in a freaking wheelbarrow, <laughs> saying here's how it's going to go, and it's paid off for and him. And that doesn't happen later. in the this, NBA now. <laughs> this show's loyalty pays off, and yep. Riley did it right Well, here. I mean, they're three games away from going to the NBA Finals, well, and they're far away from that big three. They don't even look like anything. No, uh, it's, it's a true team. That They remind me of a Toronto Raptors-type team. They this. Yeah, they're a great team. So 
if, if they're going to beat the Celtics on paper, who looks like the better team, but they're, they're dogs, man. Yeah. I mean, if they get in the finals, if they had happened to win it, it wouldn't really shock me. Like well, I, I'm already he, saying the Heat's winning the series. Are you saying that? I'm saying the Heat, and even though they're down by two right now in game two, they're going to win the series. I think four to two. Okay, I, I'm with you. I, I don't know if Boston wins a game though. I'm going I'll four two. I got to give him a bit. Brad Stevens is awesome too. Uh, Brad Stevens is a great coach, but man, there's they, there's something about the Heat. Like this is the same team that just beat Milwaukee four to one. Like I don't see the Celtics giving them that much more of a challenge. I think they do match up a little better. But. I do too. I'm big. I got Celtics winning this series four two. I love Brad Stevens. So you as think you think this is an anomaly the way it's starting out? You think they're going to bounce back and take over? I think they have too much talent not to. Tatum, Brown, Smart's that dog on their team. I just I love what the Celtics have. Now I'm not hating on the Heat. I really love what they're doing. You're just loving the Celtics. The Heat were way underrated coming into it. Like you guys just said, look at how they play. A couple white guys shooting the deep ball. Everybody kills you Houston for playing yeah. small ball. Look at what Miami does. Bam's at center. That's their only big guy. They play the same way, but nobody says they play small. They don't play small because they play with heart, and that comes from Butler to start with. And right. It's small ball that, when all you do is shoot the ball, but when you play defense and you grind and you have guys no. that attack the basket, then it's not small ball anymore. No, no I mean, I, I have no hate on Miami. I just – they have too much talent to lose on the Boston side, especially Brad Stevens, who's my my favorite coach in the league. So, I, I so just, you're jumping in on the NBA bandwagon of the Celtics freaking like he's he's part of the conspiracy, yeah, Mister Brown. Yeah, I is. learned on our page and our basketball group this week that it will be Celtics Lakers, so I'm getting on the Celtics now. All right, so let, let's go to LA for a second and, and wrap up our NBA conversation. So the Los Angeles Clippers. And Doc Rivers, <coughs> choke job. Second time in his career, Doc has lost the 3-1 series. Like, that's not supposed to happen ever. Like, it's a, it's an anomaly when a team overcomes that. He's uh, supposed to be one of the best coaches in the history of the NBA. Like, he, how, He's so overrated. How do you lose two 3-1 series? Yep. How's that happen, Big? Well, they ran out of gas, right? Yeah. They were asked to be taken out of the game three, in the fourth quarter. Three minutes first. You're superstars, and you're down. You're an elimination game, and you're saying, "Take me out of the game." Where's the heart at? Not only where's the heart at, where's the coach at? How in the hell are you guys out of shape? You've got nothing to do other than hang out in your room or play basketball for the last how many months? I, I mean, this is this is one of those things where I thought like the Rockets had a good chance this year because James Harden wasn't going to break down like he always does in the playoffs where he's logged so many minutes. Because the thing I love about a guy like that is he doesn't take games off, right? He's always playing. There's no load management. So the Clippers throughout the year with their whole process with load management and all this kind of crap, did that pay off for them? God, no. They never they got in shape. They were still exhausted. I'll take it a step further. Kawhi, he, he called up Drake and said, I'm coming home. And he said, nah, fam, we're good. Nah, we're good. We, we made it just as far without you. And, and then you got Paul George shooting corner threes off the side of the shot clock. Like, what, what the hell is that about? Like, the, I, I'm sorry. This is where you find out who's really a superstar and who's not. And I'm not saying Kawhi's not, but I'm saying you need to take a second look at PG because he's not. He's a good compliment piece, but that's it. That's exactly it. No, I was going to say, look at the pieces, the uh, the Raptors. I'm sorry, not the Raptors. The Clippers. The, the, no, the Thunder, oh, Thunder. got for oh. Paul George. Oh, they're going to be fine. It was like six or seven draft picks, I felt like. Yeah, it was I mean, crazy. They're going to be fine. 
They have the first round draft pick of the Clippers for the next six years. Three of them are unprotected. So that means after next season, when both Paul George and Kawhi have the option to opt out, that by 2024, 2026, when they have those picks, those could be top five picks. Thunder's looking like they was uh, they, they made out like bandits, I think. They robbed them. All right, so prediction on Western Conference Finals. Are the Nuggets going to give any challenge to the Lakers? I'm going to go ahead and give you a hard no, and I hate that. Dude, as much as I want to love on my freaking tight shirt, titty boy, fat boy, <laughs> Nikola the Joker. <laughs> I, I just I can't. It was the battle of LA has already been won. We both had Clippers, Lakers. We all said that they're in the finals. Who yeah, will win? One of those two. Lakers are going to the finals. I think it's four one, four two. I hate the Lakers. And in the segment, no, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I just had to take a deep breath. I'm just so. I don't want the Lakers to win because then it's like, oh, LeBron won this and it's another championship. And I guess I shouldn't be that way because in this year with COVID. Someone made a good point the other day on an episode of, like, it was the Braves game, actually, I was watching. And you can't hate on somebody, like, if they win the World Series NBA championship this year because it's probably one of the hardest years for athletes to do their thing. Correct. So everyone's under the same situation. You should actually, like, glorify if somebody wins a championship this year. I think specifically in the NBA, it does illustrate that this is really – because you took all home court out of it. Right. It's a bubble. It's just the the best rises up. But – I love the Joker. He's my favorite center in the league. I would love to see the Nuggets win, but I'm going to say the Lakers win in five games. Ooh, so they at least get one. The Nuggets will win a game. I'm with you. I'm identical, actually, 4-1 Lakers. Lakers got two of the top five players in the league on their team. AD and LeBron are both first-team NBA. There's no way they should go past five games. Last but not least, in the big three sports we're talking about, we hit a little bit on NFL. We got our picks coming up in a second. We talked about the NBA playoffs. Major League Baseball is almost to the playoffs, and we got two teams that we know are going to be there. Who are they? Got the Dodgers, of course. Shocking. And the Chicago White Sox. And I believe. Put on the board. Yes. <laughs> Maybe like the first time since 2008 the White Sox are in the playoffs. Uh, I think AJ Perninsky was playing. Mm. That was that was for sure. Dude, these prospects, they, 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 we knew they were coming. And they're here. And they're putting up numbers. How it ain't just prospects. They went out and no, signed people. I got Dude. that. But my point is, it's came together like two years quicker than they anticipated. Galito, Jimenez, Tim Anderson. They got some ball players. Dude, I had the Twins winning the division. I, I, and I think I had the White Sox in the wild card. But you had them in the top two anyway at the beginning of the season. I had them the number two. So I had the Twins. And, and, and it's close. I mean, it could still go the other way, but we know the White Sox are in no matter what. They can't finish worse than second. Right. So, I, I mean, I, I'm amazed. I'm glad because, like, we Chicago is a good baseball town, right? Like, we know about the Cubs. Like, let's give the South Side team a little bit of love. Let's get them in there. It's going to be insane, though, where they open up eight teams in each league and you got the Cubs and the White Sox in the same playoff. Uh, they're going to be both be in the playoffs. Yeah. That's, has that ever happened before? Probably uh, in, like, 1928 or something. I don't know. I, I, you can't undersell the fact that when I got Dallas Keuchel, the veteran presence in the rotation, to pair up with Giolito. Yep, who's been a dog this year. So, dude, they're legit. I think when playoff time comes, they're going to be there. Well, what do you guys think when they get into the playoffs now? I just saw something. You guys let me know for sure. They're doing a two-city bubble for the playoffs? 
I don't know the exact I details. It. I know they're doing a bubble. I think they're doing one in Texas. I know the World in Series is in Texas. All right, maybe that's what I saw. I got to no, get they're up playing, the They're playing in Texas every step of the way. Okay. I just know the World Series is in Texas. In the new okay. the new ballpark in Arlington, right? Yeah. Okay, that's what I thought I saw. But like, I, it's, I'm still two weeks away before postseason, so I haven't jumped into that yet. And, and honestly, baseball season has been so fun, even with this shortened season. Like, we have guys – that are just cranking bombs like Adam Duvall for the uh, Braves, who's tied found a second career he's now. He's tied with Tatis and Betts for the NL lead. Unreal. We so got speaking, the- speaking of bombs, today, today, Josh Donaldson, who's been hurt most of the year, came back. On the Twins. Yeah. <laughs> this is uh, amazing. You got to see the clip. The umpire, or the pitcher throws a breaking ball. It's three or four inches outside. Clearly. He calls it a strike. <laughs> and Donaldson kind of did a check swing, but he clearly didn't swing. So then he's like, "Did you call me for the swing? You calling it for the pitch?" And he's like, "No, it was a strike." He's like, "You're out of your mind." So then Rocco Bell Baldelli comes out, starts arguing because he's trying to keep Donaldson in the game because it was two to two them versus the White Sox, and now games are starting to pick up intensity because we're on the stretch run beyond the stretch run. So then and then Rocco argued enough to keep him in the game, right? Very next pitch, Donaldson jacks a line drive home run over the fence home run, right? He goes, rounds the bases. As he's rounding home plate, he kicks dirt over home plate. <laughs> and the umpire throws him out immediately. <laughs> so then he goes back like he missed home plate. I was like, what, did he miss home plate? No, he already, I didn't see that he got throughout. He goes over there and pours dirt all over home plate and was like, screw you, you're blind. And then he went in the dugout, gave everybody high fives, went in the locker room. The after bring- after the three two lead, uh, that was pretty sweet. I, I never saw a guy hit a go at a home run in the sixth inning and get thrown out of the game. <laughs> the bringer of rain covered the plate in dirt. He, it was awesome. He you gotta watch. Forget. It. So, I, I didn't see that clip. But you know how great is it though that we're talking about American League Central Baseball at this stage of the year? Like yeah. how, we're talking about the Twins and the White Sox. Like we knew the Dodgers were going to be there. So the Padres are another one that you know I think Mr. Brown again was high on at the beginning of Second. the year. But they'll, like, they'll be the next team to clinch in baseball. Like if they didn't have to play the Dodgers as many times this year, how good would they actually be? I think they could actually win the division still I mean, right now. I mean, they're still in it, right? They're, I mean, they're, they're three and a half games it, back. It's close. We had a bench clearing brawl this week too. Did you say it's bench clearing? <laughs> <laughs> Clear out the bitches. Karen's <laughs> <are> everywhere. <laughs> I need to see your manager. <laughs> a bunch of Brady's. You put that intensity picking up. You look at the West and the National League. I think the uh, Giants are in the eight spot right now. You got three teams. No, the Reds now took it. Yeah, the, oh, Reds, the Reds are the tiebreaker, baby. The Reds are in well, the actually, bracket right the now. The Giants and the Reds are in it now because the Cardinals fell out. Correct. Gotcha. The Giants are now seventh and the Reds are or other way around. How does the Cardinals fall out? No, the Reds are eighth and then the Giants are seventh. Okay. Because the Giants the Giants are a half game up. Right, right. But if they tie, the Reds have the tiebreaker. How does that happen? The Cardinals fall out? I just want to say that I, I picked the Giants to make the postseason. You did. You did. On a even, even our friend of the show, Zach Ford. Who is a Giants fan? He kayaks McCovey Cove on a regular basis, and he said, You're an idiot, You're Chad. an idiot, Chad. <laughs> <laughs> Who's an idiot now? It's not over. We still got a week and a half. I'm holding on to a prayer. Let's see if it happens. But we, it, we got Canadian geese flying by. They're heading to McCovey Cove, I'm sure. It's, I don't think you might can hear it, but trust me, they're there. <laughs> it's they make dark, jerky. Too. Why are they flying at night and squawking? You said, you said they make good jerky? They do. They're tasty. I've ne- never in the world thought about eating so, Canadian goose. So, <laughs> Canadian Biggie. Explain this. Do uh, 
A lot of Canadians eat geese. Is yeah. that like an appetizer? That's why they're called Canadian yeah, you make geese. goose jerky, goose stew. All right, it's good. This is like Bubba Shrimp, right? Bubba Gump Shrimp. There you go. <laughs> is that like a normal appetizer? You got your goose gumbo and your goose uh, jerky and your goose breaded deep fried goose and your, I don't know. Jumbo goose. Jumbo goose. Jambalaya goose. <laughs> I'm just That's saying. enough. Goose a la cane. That's enough. <laughs> the jerky is the best. That's enough. Now it is time for the most listened to segment of our weekly podcast. Biggie, hit the music. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> it is time for the week two Stone Cold Lead Pipe Locks of the NFL. Now we are one week in. And what's the standings look like, gentlemen? We're all eight and seven and one. Uh, the damn Bengals had the push of the Chargers, gave us the, the tie to start the season. I'm not happy about that. So, to my defense, sorry, guys, um, you two made this big old bet who's the best, and I'm not even trying to act like I'm the best with this, but I'm still going to keep pace with you guys, <laughs> and I'm going to do my thing. But I had y'all's asses kicked until the afternoon, and I got a little too cute. But uh, I think I'm going to gain some ground this week. You were on fire with you know, the afternoon. First eight games, yeah, yeah, the afternoon was terrible. Well, I think I lost every one. <laughs> it was terrible. Pretty boy. Yeah. But, you know, without a preseason, you know, a lot can be desired in that first week. We're just trying to fill things out. So now we're in week two. So let's get to the picks and see if we can do a little bit better than one game above 500. Well, let's, hey. Let's see if we can crank out some double digits. No, we will. But everyone on the on the page wants to act like eight and seven and one is, is a thing to throw shade at. I'm These jackasses you, still don't know it's against the spread half the time. Get on the show, be a guest picker, and see if you got what it takes. Bring your shit, bitch. <laughs> exactly. Absolutely. All right, let's start off with tonight's game. We got my Cincinnati Bengals. They're on the road to the mistake by the lake, the Cleveland Browns, who did not have a good showing last week. But yet, the Browns are a six-point favorite against the Bengals. It's that dynamic home field advantage with no fans. Uh, I really like Joe Burrow. I'm taking the Bengals with the points. What did the Bengals – what was the final score Bengals char- or Chargers last week? What was it 16-13? 16-13. Who won? After Chargers. Oh, Joe okay. Burrow threw a game-winning touchdown pass to A.J. Green on a questionable OPBI. Yeah, it was terrible. How do you lose the Chargers? They did. They won. It's just the refs decided oh, not to well, It's 0-1 in the standings, right? The Chargers are legit, are legit on the defense. <laughs> hey, on that, on that record, I'm going to take your Bengals. <laughs> so, so guess what? Biggie, who did you take? Cincinnati. Oh, we got a, a clean sweep because I am i can't bet against my Bengals yet. That's two weeks in a row I'm taking them, which is more than I did last year. <laughs> so That's like your Costanza I, on your own team. Shut up. We're not at Costanza <laughs> level yet. That's just the first game. So we got Thursday night out of the game out of the – we got Thursday night out of the way. That game hasn't even started yet. We're doing better because it hasn't even started. Normally we're like in the first quarter picking that one. So moving on, we have the Atlanta Falcons on the road. To the Dallas Cowboys, who disappointed us all last week. The Cowboys yet are still a four and a half home favorite. I am taking the Cowboys to cover at home. I feel like they should have won last week. A weekend, I'm going with that talent. Dak, the boys, they got some issues on defense. I got Dallas to cover. I'm sorry, I'm trying to find the NFL game here. So Dallas is playing who? They're, they're playing the Falcons at home. They're four and a half. Oh, I'm favorites. going Dallas. All right, again, we're, we're not separating here. We're all on the same page. I'm also taking Dallas. Give Fal- it Falcons are trash. The Bills 
on the road to Miami, and the Bills are a six-point favorite on the road. Well, there's already a question of quarterback for the Dolphins. When do you start to uh, – Not yet. It is not yet. I do agree with you. I'm going uh, Bill's dad, Bill's mafia. They cover the win by a touchdown. Only by six? Yep. Against the Dolphins. Correct. On the course, road. I don't think now. the Dolphins I don't care bad. about on the road. It don't even matter at this well, point. Well, hey, South Florida in September, it can. It can get hot. It can get humid. Yeah, it can. I'm just saying, if you live in Buffalo, you haven't seen above 70 since, like, the middle Come of July. Come on, man. <laughs> so who you you're, you're Patriots, man. Didn't they struggle with the Dolphins? They, they they made it look a little better on the scoreboard at the end. But they uh, I think the Bills are obviously better than the Patriots. I'm going to take the Bills. I'm also taking the Bills, and I blame friend of the show, Bill's dad, for this because our love for Bill's Mafia has grown ever since we've got to know him, and it just makes it hard to pick against the Bills. Unless you're really, like – Passionate about it, <laughs> and I'm not. So you got to feel really good about it. If or you're not, Buffalo. if not, yeah, you go Buffalo. You go Buffalo. I, I think Big even does it. Being a Pats fan, <laughs> it's not against New England. Ever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, the Panthers. Oh, this is an interesting. Screw the Panthers. Spread. Well, they're playing the Bucks. I don't care. Interesting spread. The Bucks are eight and a half point home favorites. The Bucks had a home baby with all that stuff going, and they got the ship and the pirate thing, and no fans. Ah. Uh, it's eight and a half at home, but I got to ride Gronk and Brady for one more week. It's a big spread, but I'm taking the Bucks to cover. Will Gronk get more than two catches? Yes, he will have. We have a touchdown? 69 yards receiving. O.J. Howard severely outplayed him last yes, week. Yes, he got in the red zone. You know what? It's <laughs> steps, steps. It's you know, well, he keeps it's taking these steps. It's where fun you talking to a Patriots If fan. it takes him six weeks to get his steps in, then they're going to miss the playoffs. They taking? can't do that. Who are you taking? Who's covering? Easy now. I'm talking here. <laughs> I'm going to take the Tampa Bay Buccaneers because the Jags screwed me on 550 last week. Oh, I'm also taking the Bucs. We are so far aligned with the first four games. These are the easy games. Who's going to deviate? I, I thought eight and a half was a lot. No. But I, it I just, is a big spread. It, it is, especially since Tampa looked, you know, kind of eh. But I just, I don't know. I, I don't, I don't see them at home, you know, letting Carolina be within ten. To the, be honest with you, you don't bet against Tom Brady as long. No, as No, you do. I did last week and it paid off. So you said Carolina? Yes, Carolina. I thought it was Jacksonville. No, Carolina. Oh, you're, you're confusing your 1996 expansion team. Oh my God. Uh, then I just still picked the Bucks, I guess. <laughs> He's got a Raiders fix. I already wrote going. it down. This is in pen, not number two wow. pencil. I can't I fix it. I swear you said Jags versus Bucks. <laughs> we'll let the listeners decide if I screwed that up. All right. The Broncos on the road to the Steelers. The Steelers with Ben Roethlisberger with the right arm cast. Seven and a half point home favorites. I do like the Steelers to win. I like the Broncos to cover. Taking Denver. You mentioned his arm cast, but you didn't talk about the the gravy. <laughs> so I'm going the Broncos, baby. Oh my God, we're all we're still on the same page. So I already had the Broncos wrote down. I, again, I think the Steelers, like Biggie said, will win, but the Broncos will cover. They'll probably lose by like five or six. With lots of gravy. So we have no lone wolves yet so far. This is terrible. I, maybe we'll mix it up here. I don't know. The Detroit Lions on the road. Against the Green Bay Packers, the Packers are a six-point home favorite. 
had Detroit and the fighting Matt Patricia's been able to hang on last week. Maybe if DeAndre Swift knew what Catches gloves, the damn and ball. those freaking sticky gloves were four, Ugh. I'd take Detroit here because I'd feel good about it. But I can't do that. I had to go Packers to cover. Dude, Packers looked good last week. They took down uh, Breckel's beloved Vikings, and I think it's your Scored default second team, the Vikings, because they're near Canada. I think it's the Titans. You know, uh, I'd probably go Titans. Patriots, Vikings, Titans. The fight in the box. And then the box. Yeah. That could change. I own pack. I'm also taking the pack. This it's is just, terrible, guys. We're, we're not we're not making this exciting. Somebody's got to break rank here. But but the fact usually is, me. the Lions should have beat the trash Trubisky led Bears. They didn't do it. They dropped a touchdown. But the Packers and the Bears are not the same team. The Packers are much better, right? Correct. All right. Now the the Jaguars, the team that you thought I said earlier, they're on the road against Big East Tennessee Titans, and the Titans are a seven and a half point home favorite. Here's the thing: the Fighting Mike Vrabels will win this game. They will not try an extra point or a field goal, which gives <laughs> me Jacksonville for the cover. Wow. So Vrabel pulls up in a bad part of town. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Woman walks up to his car, and she says, "Fifty dollars, anything you want." And he says, nonchalant, and skip a beat. He says, "Can you kick a football?" <laughs> so I'm gonna take <laughs> in the red light district. <laughs> I'm gonna take the Tennessee Titans. Well, guess what, Mr. Brown? You finally broke ranks. You are the lone wolf because I'm taking the Jags. They looked feisty in Week One. I think they'll lose this game, but they're going to cover the spread. So. It, the floor is yours. I don't, even know, what, what, I don't even know what a Titan does, so I guess I'll just do a lone wolf. Just give me a lone wolf. <laughs> there we go. We finally got one. It took us one, two, three, four, five, six, the seventh game in, and we finally get one. Moving on to the Rams on the road against the Eagles. This is pretty much a pick em. This is a terrible game. I don't want anything to do with this. If there was one game I could avoid picking, it would be this one, but the Eagles – at home, or one-and-a-half-point favorite. I think this is the worst game of the entire week to pick. Having said that, the Eagles are at home where Philly fans will not be able to boo, cheer, or climb poles. It's and they have a man them. made of glass at quarterback, but he's from Bismarck. Thank you. You Mr. understand glass. now. I am taking the Philadelphia fighting Carson Ooh, Wentz's to cover. Mr. Wow. Glass Despite all that, Eagles. he's still taking Yeah. Uh, Malcolm Brown is going to get two touchdowns. He's going to do his thing. Goff's going to do his thing. And the Rams are going to run wild on y'all's candy asses. <laughs> this is back-to-back lone wolves because I'm also taking the Eagles because I picked them to win the division, so they can't start 0-2. And this is pretty much a pick them, so they got to win. I got the Eagles. Lone wolf is back up. All I got to uh, go. Why is that a goat? Because I don't want to do a ram. Okay. Let me come over here and knock you in the head. You remember Goat Boy from Saturday Night Live? That's kind of what that sounded like. That was good. I like that. The Vikings on the road against the Colts. Now, Biggie has been a big Colts fan of the past, but most of that was Andrew Luck. But the Colts find themselves at home a three-point favorite. I love me some Colts and some fighting Frank Wright, but I got to tell you, there's a little bit of a homer in me. This is the last week I'm ah. going with the Vikings ah. this year. Shocking. If the Purple People Eaters take one up the ass this week, I won't pick them again <laughs> this season. I'm taking Minnesota That's plus lie. the points on the road. That's a lie. Vikings, what's the spread? Three, Colts at home. 
Nah, I'm going Vikings. Vikings. We're, we're taking Vikings across the board. I already had them wrote down as well. I think the, the Packers are a really good team. The Colts are kind of meh. I think the Vikings get back on track. Yeah. The Giants on the road against the Fighting Trubiskies. This mm. is this is, this is a tough. This is a tough one. Well, it's even crazier when you realize the Bears are a five and a half point home favorite. Wow! So, Biggs, you want to hey, start us? Well, no, uh, but they did beat the uh, who did they play last the, week? The, the Bears, Lions. the Lions, and and I was a lone wolf there, right? Yeah, lone bear. Yeah, y'all dogged me, well, right? We, we don't know if it's a lone bear yet or you not. You might be lone bearing that shit again this week because <laughs> I'm going with the New York Giants. Really? Wow. After Saquon Barkley's epic rushing performance. Yeah. I ran for more yards than him with a torn Achilles, but Danny Dimes is lightening it up this week. <laughs> mm. I'm going to go the opposite, okay? Because that's what I do. <laughs> it's what I do. So you're taking yeah. the Bears. I am. You're out loud. You got Chicago taking to the cover Bears. at five and a half when they totally just pissed down the game against you if said you all, Swift you, could catch a ball, they'd be losing. You all said this last week, and I said, yes, guys, I know what I'm talking about. Does a bear shit in the woods? Does a tree fall in the woods? If, you know what I mean? <laughs> if no one's there to hear it. Well, we need to hear if a bear shits in the woods because you're on your own again. You're a, a third-time lone wolf so far. <laughs> My God, I might just shit in the woods. After I think that happened last week. <laughs> All right, the 49ers on the road against the Jets. The 49ers are a seven-point road favorite. I don't care if it's 14. Give me the Niners. I'm jumping in. <laughs> I already have the Niners hurt down as well. Biggie, do you want to go ahead and give us the Niners too? We're uh, across the board on The first it. reference, the yeah. power of porn. <laughs> the power of porn strikes again. <laughs> We're not even going to divulge anymore no, just about keep this going. game. It's over. Porn. The Washington football team on the road to Arizona playing the Cardinals with the Cardinals for a six-and-a-half-point Give me the fighting Cliff, Kyler, Murray, Hopkins, DeAndres, whatever. They're covering at home. I'm going with Kyler Murray and uh, the former baseball player turned NFL player because I convinced him into playing NFL, so I'm going to take the Cardinals. I think the Cardinals win this game, but for whatever reason, I think the Redskins – oh. The Washington football team will cover, and what even you don't say anything. They, they, they don't have a name. Anything hey, I do so would be extremely offensive. They're like America. They're like America of the NFL. They're the team with no name. America, because no. so, I went through the desert well, on a horse with no name. Not through the it's good. Uh, yeah, they are the desert, I guess. Rain. There you go. <laughs> they are. That's how I'm picking them, because America said so. Ah, that's Thank great. you for the assist, Mr. Brown. Nah, I try. All so right. what sound does a horse with no name and a team with no name make? I already sang it for you. Do I need to do anything else? I'll just give you the lone wolf. Me. Okay. <laughs> there you go. The Ravens on the road to Houston, and the Ravens are a seven-point favorite on the road. Here's the thing. I like to shit all over Baltimore because I just don't like the city other than the crab cakes. <laughs> but their football team gives me no reason not to pick them to cover until they give me a reason. When you look at Houston and Bill O'Brien, <laughs> give me Baltimore to cover. And I'd like to think that uh, Houston will bounce back after the, the opening week. But What a terrible way to start the season. I think they're going to lose again. It's going to be uh, Baltimore. About seven. Oh, Baltimore's going about 12. Yeah, I, this is 14. Ter- like, 17. Hey, congratulations. You're going to start the season with Baltimore and Kansas City back to back. Yeah. Yeah. We How don't do you want- do that? The NFL doesn't want Houston to succeed. Nah, it's nah, a conspiracy. Nah. 
They don't give a shit about David Johnston <laughs> and his new home. All right, the Chiefs. On, oh, by the way, I'm also taking the Ravens. I thought that was just kind of obvious yeah. at that point. But anyway, so we're across the board there. The Chiefs on the road against the Chargers in the new stadium. Right? How many are points? playing in that stadium? They are. There's 16 regular season games in that stadium. There won't be fans at any of them. Oh, but they're out of the soccer field at least. How many points? The uh, Chiefs are eight and a half. All right, I'm going to go first. This isn't politi- politically correct, but oh, I- I'm with you. I- 100% Chiefs. Biggie, do you want to disagree? Clean sweep. Uh, that's not even close right now. What the hell's like, wrong with this? Eight and a half? That's gonna be, like, they could have made that 12, and I'd still probably take the Chiefs. Yeah, you're I'm right. Saying. All right, Biggie, your Patriots are on the clock now. And they're making the West Coast trip out to Seattle, ah. where Bill Belichick just revealed that he thinks Russell Wilson is underrated as a quarterback, which is amazing because I didn't know he was underrated at all. But the Seahawks are a four-point home favorite. Oh, wow. That's, but there's no fans in Seattle. There's so. no fans in Seattle. And all the games in Seattle for the Mariners this week have been moved elsewhere. So there is no home field advantage. It may not even end up being played in Seattle. And you're giving me the fighting cam Fig Newtons, headbands, <laughs> gold chains, everything, and four points. That's easy. I got the Patriots. Home wow. alert. Wow. I, I don't have to follow that. I'm just going to say Seahawks because that's the common Again, sense thing. C- Seahawks uh, on my end, too. So Biggie finally gets to have his lone wolf moment. Maybe do night. a Boston Tea Party. Oh, America. Oh, home and native land. The Seahawks are coming. Wait, that was Canada. That was terrible. We're mixing up songs. <laughs> What's wrong with you guys? <laughs> Biggie picked up the mic and I got excited. Oh, wow. <laughs> I had the Saints That's terrible. and Mr. Brown's Raiders in Las Vegas. This is, this is the first, first game, game in that in ma- immaculate Roomba. stadium. Yep. The Roomba is hosting this game, and the Saints are a five-and-a-half point road favorite. So, Mr. Brown, why don't you start us off since this is your squad? Do you hear that autumn wind? I believe it's a Raider. The autumn wind is a Raider. I'm telling you right now, the Raiders, are only, they're not only going to cover the spread, they're going to win this game because they're going to show Tom Brady what it takes to beat the Saints in 2020. Wow. I know he's got money on that parlay for sure this week. I do. I'm an inside line. They're in Vegas. There's some point shaving going on here. Uh, I've already <laughs> taken Las Vegas. This is a serious <laughs> You're taking the Raiders? The Raiders. Oh, see, I'm, I'm going with Nolans because I do think they have a legitimate shot to win this whole thing. So, Chad, let's hear that jazzy little number again. Go marching in. <laughs> Oh, when the Saints go mu- a second week in a row, I had to sing that song. I hate you, Rat <laughs> Bastards. Like, never again. You guys got to come around and realize the Saints are 1-0 and they're going to do better. So that concludes this week's NFL Stone Cold Lead Pipe Locks of the Week. We're already above 500. I feel like some of us started a little under 500, maybe me, last year. So I- I'm optimistic. We had a lot of games aligned this week not many lone wolves so i don't see a I lot of that three in a row well mr brown so there's rather going to be separation with mr brown really lunging ahead or left in the dust no, we thought that last week i had three lone wolves last week and we all finished eight and seven that's true 
So we'll see. It, it, it's a crapshoot. I don't even. So did Big even have one this week? Yeah, he did. The Patriots. He, yeah, of course. That's it. That's when he tried. That's to, pathetic. Yeah, he was singing the "God British Bless America," are and I thought it was "O Canada" because he's Canadian. That's so bad. I got confused. so you had one as well. Uh, I had uh, one single one with the um, Washington football team. All right. So what do I get? Because y'all made a bet. Who's the best? And when I beat y'all's asses, what do I get? I don't know. I'll. You want to join in and make it a three-way? <laughs> <laughs> Don't tempt uh, me with a good time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, you know, we, we haven't done this in a while. Just to kind of wrap up, we love talking sports. But, Mr. Brown, I owe you a debt of gratitude because you helped me fill some idle time in the evenings as I got off work and it was the middle of the week and baseball, I'm watching it winding down. Then it's like 11 o'clock at night. What do I got to do? Well, the only thing I had to do was to strike first, hit hard. No mercy. And no mercy. Cobra Kai. Unbelievable show. I know it's a it's a slice of nostalgia, but I got to say it might be my favorite thing I've watched this year. I absolutely agree. And like, I'm not like a, I wouldn't say like Karate Kid was one of my all time favorites no, growing up, but not. I liked it. It's part of our childhood. And I, I'm, I remembered it and I've watched it as an adult. But then I went and watched this show because I kept hearing good reviews and I watched it and I, me and my wife was watching it. One day we watched 11, 12 episodes in a row. You binge watch. You can't look away. It is great entertainment and I, I don't want to wait a whole year for the next no, series. We have to wait on season three sometime in 2021 and it's just not fair. I think that's the highest mark you can give a show. Mr. Brown was telling me about it. I said, okay, I'm going to sit down and watch it. I watched 20 episodes in one day. If you can binge watch, that takes an episode or a show itself way up. It was great. And then the other thing, too, we all watched Karate Kid when we were kids, and you rooted for Danny LaRusso, and he was the underdog. No, he is a villain, damn yeah. it. Yeah. He is a Johnny. dirty, dirty bastard. And we don't want to give it away for those that haven't seen it, but it, it definitely reverses course, and you're you're rooting for Johnny. And you'll see why immediately if you turn on the show. I already knew why. I've met Johnny Lawrence. He's a hell of a guy. You met him. He's a great guy. What did you meet him at? Man, he came to my kid's karate studio. What? Have you not seen the pictures? He no. taught you that. I got strike. evidence. Anyway, he was talking about how bullying is bad. I knew he was a good egg from the beginning. Everybody else is now just catching up with the real story of Johnny Lawrence. There's nothing else you can add because he's a legend. I don't know what you say to that. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been the We Don't Know Sports Podcast. We appreciate you listening as always. Make sure you check in again next week, same time. Show will drop on Friday. Have a good weekend. We'll see you next time.